Today. I hope you're having a fantastic Wednesday. We are halfway through the week. We are doing great. And I have the pleasure of having Twinetta Cooley with me from the uh, Baptist Heart and Vascular Institute. This is going to be a very interesting conversation. Stay tuned. If you have a question or comment for her, it is 437-1620. She has a lot of wonderful information for you about, you know, can you live with heart failure? What is heart failure? Um, so you don't want to miss out on that. But first, she has accomplished so much in her career. I was reading her biography, and I was just blown away. It's amazing. So tell us um, a little bit about yourself and your background. So I am, I've been a nurse for over 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of climbed the ladder with nursing. And I've been a nurse practitioner with Baptist Heart and Vascular for the last five, five and a half years. Um working with general cardiologists mainly, and then transferred over into the heart failure clinic. My nursing background includes medical surgical nursing, hospice nursing, long-term care, and inpatient rehab. Wow. And you have accomplished a lot, as I see right here. Um, You organized and held a community health fair that assisted in writing two grants, totaling over 20,000 to provide blood pressure cups, weight scales, and in-office point-of-care lab testing for heart failure patients. Yes. Very good. And she led the heart failure program successfully while reducing overall health failure, 30-day hospital readmissions rates, saving the organization well over $1.1 million to date. Yes, hard work. But it took a team. It wasn't just me by myself. It was my entire heart failure team. Uh, and then also you were um, written two research projects. Yes. I love research. I think it's so important. That's amazing. She utilizes smart watches for heart failure patients with or without arrhythmias and outpatient management to decrease 30 to decrease 30 day heart failure hospital readmissions. And that's so important, the hospital readmissions that you're decreasing that. Um, and she's been the speaker of several venues in person via Zoom and podcast. And she has received many awards, including the 2021 Hollinger's Healthcare Professional of the Year. She is a mother and a grandmother, and she is absolutely amazing. So let's Let's talk a little bit about Baptist Heart and Vascular Institute. Okay. So how many cardiologists and advanced practice providers does Baptist Health, uh, do you, do you have an acronym for that or do you call it the whole thing? We call it BHVI. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to say it over and over. BHVI. Yes. That yes. is, a, so it is Baptist Heart and Vascular Institute, but we're going to refer to it as BHVI. Yes. How many do you have? So we currently have 27 total cardiologists and 21 advanced practice providers. That's including the nurse practitioners and the physician assistants. Wow. And then I also want to give information as to where we can reach you. So what is a good, is there a good website that they would like to go to? Yes. So the Baptist Healthcare website and, um, or they can just Google Baptist Heart and Vascular. It will pop up in, in the Google search okay. engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also our telephone number is 850-484-6500. That's 484-6500. Um, and then you can also go to Baptist Health 
and find them there. Okay, does do, does BHVI have any surgeons yes, on staff? Yes, we have two cardiothoracic surgeons. We have Dr. Russell Ronson and Dr. Robert Turnage. Perfect. And also, what services do you uh, currently offer for patients? So the practice as a whole has multiple services. So we have our electrophysiology department. Um, these are our electrical doctors. They deal with the ICDs, the pacemaker placements. Um, they do ablations for different type of arrhythmias, just arrhythmia management, um, watchman devices. We have um, interventional cardiologists. Um, they of course, do the left and right heart catheterizations. They do valvular repairs, um, peripheral vascular disease treatment. They, in conjunction with our cardiothoracic surgeons, they also work on, uh, they do abdominal and thoracic aneurysm repairs or just repairs, um, uh, blood clots, DVT, PE management, so, and of course, so our... Cardiothoracic surgeons, they do over 75 procedures or more, um, including carotids, any type of vascular surgeries, mm -hmm. open heart surgeries, biopsies, lobectomies. The list just goes on for them. Wow. Um, we offer diagnostic testing with our non-interventional cardiologists. Um, they do nuclear stress testing. Uh, cardiac MRIs, CT, cardiac CTs, echocardiograms, the list goes on. Mm -hmm. We have uh, cardiac rehabilitation for our patients. We offer that. And we also have our own research department. Oh, perfect. You do. Mm -hmm. That's yes. great. And are you a part of that research department? I am. I am. We're yes. actually working on a project right now for heart failure patients um, with the EP department. Um to kind of monitor those patients and their fluid levels. Oh, very nice. And I'm, I found your website for BHVI, and it's ebaptisthealthcare.org slash heart. Mm -hmm. So when I Googled it, that's where it came to. It came right to their page. Again, if you need to call them, 484-6500. If you have a question or a comment, 437-1620. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. I'm here with Twinetta Cooley. She's with Baptist Heart and Vascular Institute. So we're talking about heart failure and what they offer over at BHVI as well for services. Does Baptist Heart and Vascular Institute offer any um, specialty clinics? Yes, we have. We currently have um, about six specialty clinics, including our. Um, those include our vein clinic, um, valve. We have a valve clinic. Um, there's the interventional or post MI after patients had a uh, in STEMI or STEMI. Um, we have an atrial fibrillation clinic, a lipid clinic, and of course our heart failure clinic. And how do you get involved in these clinic clinics as a patient? Do you get referred to from your primary care? Well, not necessarily primary care. Sometimes they do uh -huh. come from primary care, but most most of the, our referrals come from within. Okay. Um, they come from our different cardiologists. Mm -hmm. So um, we get outside referrals, of course. We definitely will take them and see them and treat mm -hmm. them. Um, but we majority of them come from Okay. Them. All 
Right. And so if someone would like to go to you, they need to talk to their cardiologist or, um, you know, your primary care usually refers you to who you need to go to and they refer you. Right. Okay. Because some patients require a referral. And uh-huh. if they have a type of insurance that um, only their primary care can send the referrals, then they, of course their primary care has to refer them over. Typically they're seen by a cardiologist first and then they're referred right. out to the Okay. So they have awesome clinic. specialty clinics. That's wonderful. Yes. Antoinette, what is your role at at BHVI. So I'm currently the heart failure program manager. Okay. And what does that entail? So the heart failure program manager, we, of course, I oversee everything heart failure. Um, and that's including inpatient, outpatient. Um, I work with a, a great group of people, a great team of people, um, including two RNs, another nurse practitioner, um, a dietitian, a certified medical assistant, um, we have, um, three collaborating cardiologists, um, two of them are non-invasive and one is EP. And then of course our pharmacy team, and we work closely with the research department as well. So it's a, it's a huge team. Uh-huh. Um, we do cardiac education for our patients, inpatient as well as outpatient. So they oh, get a lot cool. of education and that's what's important. Oh, that's for our super community. important. And we're going to talk about, um, we're going to give you, we're going to educate a little bit this morning, which I'm excited about as okay. well. I am definitely <laughs> on board with educating. So let's talk about what is heart failure. Okay. Um, heart failure is a chronic condition um, in which the heart does not pump the adequate enough amount of blood, causing symptoms such as shortness of breath, swelling, fatigue, and the list just goes on. And what um, people that are diagnosed with heart failure, this is usually found out through just testing through your primary care cardiologist, and then they get directed towards, you know, programs that you have. And like she said, this is the Baptist Heart and Vascular Institute. They call it BHVI. Mm-hmm. You can find more information at ebaptisthealthcare.org slash heart. It gives you their information, talks about latest heart health news, um, and you can give them a call. It's 484-6500. I'm speaking with Twinetta Cooley, and she is the program director, heart failure program manager. Yes. Right? Very yes. cool. Yes. Um, and then can patients live with heart failure? Yes. Patients can live very productive lives with the right medications, um, monitoring their sodium intake, mm-hmm. um, exercise. Sometimes it may include losing some weight, um, mm-hmm. controlling risk factors. Those are the key um, because heart failure is typically caused by something. If we try to find the cause, we can correct the cause. Or really? Try to fix the heart failure. How much do you feel of it as genetic? Mm, I would say probably about 40% maybe. Okay, that's kind of high. Genetic sometimes, yeah. but not always. But not always. Not mm-hmm. always. So there could be a genetic component, but yes, a lot of it is lifestyle. So. Very much so. But okay. lifestyle is the biggest thing. And that's most of it. Yes. Oh, interesting. And do you have any nutritionists that work there? Yes, we have a dietitian, a heart failure dietitian who works between the heart failure clinic and our lipid clinic. So we actually share her. Mm-hmm. Um, she is so awesome. Um, she takes the time and not only just goes through the patients, uh, what they're eating, um, she also looks at their labs. She works with we work with di- our diabetic patients. We offer them um, education as well. We don't leave them out mm-hmm. um, because th- that is a big group of our population. 
Um, so yeah, she does an excellent job. She oh, gives perfect. them handouts, uh, recipes. Uh-huh. Um, we give samples of, uh, different salt substitutes that they can use okay yeah that's great yeah so it's really neat and the patients actually enjoy it they love to get the recipe ideas they love mm-hmm. to come back and say hey i tried it it was great oh good <laughs> you yeah know? so it's it's really neat it is so good when they can understand it and they take it home mm-hmm. and then they actually try it for themselves Absolutely. Um, Are you connected with cardiac rehab at Baptist Hospital? Yes, yes. So we work very closely with our cardiac rehab department. Um, Our cardiac rehab department, it sometimes is, is hard getting patients to participate in the cardiac rehab. But once they understand that, you know, your heart is a muscle. Right. And just like any other muscle in our body, if you don't use it, you lose it. And so staying active them staying active, them, you know, cardiac rehab, being able to monitor um, their um, their heart while they're exercising. They also go over their medications. They also take their vital signs. They let us know if something is wrong with the patient okay, um, or, or they didn't have a good rehab day. Mm-hmm. You know, they give us a report, which is very good. The communication is key. Yes. And so we have one of our non-invasive cardiologists who oversees that program as well. Very good. Awesome. And let's talk about maybe some of the risk factors that can lead to heart failure. Yes. So risk factors for heart failure can include coronary artery disease, um, hypertension, typically prolonged uncontrolled hypertension, obesity, mm-hmm. um, substance abuse, diabetes mellitus, um, some arthritis, cancer treatments um, that where patients have to have chemotherapy agents mm-hmm. that cause heart failure symptoms. Um, arrhythmias of the heart can also cause it, anemia, and the list just goes on. So there's a lot of yes, risk factors. Yes, but those are the main ones. What are some risk factors we can control? Oh, our weight. Our weight. Our blood mm-hmm. pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's hard, and I tell patients, you know, we always talk about those stressors, and patients don't understand how, you know, stress can honestly mimic itself as a heart attack because there is a such thing as stress-induced cardiomyopathy. Mm-hmm. And it presents as a heart attack, you know. Right. And so it's very hard to say eliminate your stress. And I have to say, well, hold for a second. I'm, I'm not telling you to go get a divorce or yeah. <laughs> you to get rid of your kids. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to learn how to um, manage that better. Mental health, taking care of our mental health is huge. Just huge. I am such an advocate for that. And I'm raising my hand yes, as well. Yes, such an advocate too. for that. That can change your life. It yes, really it can. can. Getting a hold of your mental health mm-hmm. in whatever way that you see is best in a positive way. If yes. it's therapy, if, if it's um, like I was just talking to Paul with Running Wild, if it's going for a run mm-hmm. or learning what you can get rid of the stressors. And we know you can't just get rid of your kids. You can't. You can't. We, we, as much as we would want to. Sometimes we, we're we like, just, no, but we can find ways to cope and I have learned through uh, my life that there are um, professionals that can give you those mm-hmm. tools. You don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, just, you know, reducing the stress yes. the best way you know how or learning to cope with the stress better so that it's mm-hmm. not such a stressor on your body. Yes, that is so, you know, and just sometimes a lot of 
people, I'll just use myself, I, you know, stress eating, you know, just uh-huh. that favorite snack that we have, that cheesecake that we know mm-hmm. we don't need mm-hmm. or that extra I had some good cake. cheesecake last week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that those things, they, they can, you know, getting patients active mm-hmm. is the biggest key. You know, right. keeping them active and letting them know you have to stay moving. You can't give up. This is not the end. You know, and they they really do appreciate that. Yes. They really do appreciate when someone has general interest in them holistically as a person and right. not just as a number. Absolutely. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. I'm here with 20 De- Cooley with Baptist Heart and Vascular Institute. For more information, you can head on over to ebaptisthealthcare.org slash heart or give them a call at 484-6500. That's 484-6500. If you have a question and comment, you can text or call 437-1620. We're talking about risk factors uh, that can lead to heart failure, how to reduce stress, and how mental health is a big part of that as well. And it's great that you have the support that they need. And also, I feel like what's super important is to find your why mm-hmm. um and like you said sometimes people with heart failure they feel like it's the you know they feel like it's the end yeah, yeah. and you know just to help them learn that it's not what is your reasons you know your kids your grandkids mm-hmm. or your friends or you know, whatever it is your love in life helping them supporting them I think is extremely important as well and you know it's it, I've had patients that come in and say you know I just I just found out you know I have heart failure you know I've been very anxious about this appointment am I you know how much longer do I have and I'm I have to explain to them, let's, let's just talk about what's going on and help them to understand what is going on. And if that includes drawing a picture and or, you know, finding more information that they, you know, giving them more educational materials. And I ask them, what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's make that our goal to get you back to doing what you like to or do. Things that you love in life. Yeah. What a great idea. And yes. so then it's like, okay, I can, I can do this. I can do this. And the key is keeping your appointments with your providers, um, taking your medications as prescribed, um, calling us, notifying us when you have a problem because our goal is to keep you out of the emergency room when oh, you don't yeah. have to wait, you know, mm-hmm. um, to keep you out of the hospital. That's our ultimate goal. And so we want to get you back fishing and traveling and spending time with your family and, you know, whatever needs to be done. But I let them know also that it's going to be a marathon, not a sprint. Right. It didn't happen overnight. It's Uh not going to be healed overnight. (laughs) Can we reverse heart disease and heart failure? Can we be reversed or is it maintained? It's maintained. Maintained. It's not So you can live a longer life and you can can live live a fulfilled life. Yes. We have patients that will come in and they are they have a notebook and they're ready and they they take the bull by the horn and they're mm-hmm. doing everything step by step and they do very well and after that they're maintained mm-hmm. I mean we might not see them again for a year just oh, for wow. an annual checkup mm-hmm. some patients may require more frequent visits and that's fine you know that's what the heart failure clinic is there for to do those mo- more frequent visits where the cardiologist can f- we can free the cardiologist up where he can do the procedures mm-hmm. um, so we can help them with their patients oh, to, good. to manage their patients. Yeah, so it's like a family there, family mm-hmm. environment. Yes, Everyone's working definitely. together definitely. to help you, and that's such an amazing resource, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, so who will the patients see for treatment of their heart failure? So when they come to the heart failure clinic, um, like I said, first, typically they're seen by a cardiologist first. And then... Um, 
when they come to the heart failure clinic, they're seen by a nurse practitioner because some patients think that they're coming to a group meeting. Uh-huh. And we like them to know that it's not a group meeting. It's just like coming to an appointment with your okay. provider. Mm-hmm. And so during that appointment, we are talking to you. We're assessing you. You know, we have to listen to you. We have to touch you. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to examine you. Right. Um, you're, they'll have education from the uh, one of the RNs that's in mm-hmm. the heart failure clinic, as well as our dietitian. If it's a day that she's there, you know, we've had pharmacists that have come over and talked to patients about their medications, and we work very closely with our all departments, especially our EP department, which is our electrical department, electrophysiology department. And so, um, because we may have to send a patient upstairs to their office, so we transfer patients out or refer them out to other specialties, you know, when needed. But we, if it's something that our doctors can do, vascular-wise, uh, th- you know, thoracic, mm-hmm. we we definitely do it in-house. Oh, very good. Um, so like she said, there's a lot of support. They're a family there. They want to support you in every area of uh, the process, which is great. Um, who makes up the heart failure team? Ooh, so our team currently, we have two non-invasive cardiologists. Mm-hmm. We have one electrophysiologist um, they, that collaborates with us. Um, we, I kind of adopted him in or pulled him in over <laughs> to the team. An He's electrophysiologist. Yes, yes. I'm sure that it has to do with the heart, yes, but so that, that's what does your he do? electrician. Okay. He anything electrical. Very okay. <laughs> so all your electrical needs. Um and then we have um, myself and another nurse practitioner. We have a dietitian, um, two registered nurses, and a certified MA. And then we have the pharmacy team. Oh, very um, good. I still call our foundation, our Baptist Foundation, a part of our team because they've helped us out so much to get supplies for our patients. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Um, our research department helps us out so much to help us with, when we're writing these research grants, mm-hmm. um, when we're um doing these research projects for our patients so they're part of our team so there's so many involved it's it's not just one person so if i get an award it's an award for the team for the whole team that's great and does um, bhvi participate in community activities oh yes (laughs) i love it community involvement i think is so important and i probably won't even touch the surface but just let me just see. Okay, so we work closely with the American Heart Association, the Mana Food Bank, giving prescription um, food for our patients, especially our heart failure patients. Um, we do the annual heart walk in conjunction with uh, UWF. Um, we work with our Faith Health Network within Baptist to do community services, um, Blab Television. Mm-hmm. Our providers will do educational topics. Um, let's see what else. We have multiple community partners. We do, yeah. She's in there into everything. It's amazing. It's It's wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I hope that you have a fantastic Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have a full week. We have some new, um, new people on the show. You don't want to miss out on the next.